0: And welcome to the Christian Indie Writers Podcast, where we inform, encourage, and support Christian indie authors on their journey to publication. I'm Jamie Hirschberger. I write short fiction under the pen name J.R.
1: Nichols. I'm Jennifer Carl Tong, and I write historical Christian romance.
2: I'm Christina Katane, and I write in multiple genres, including Christian dystopian fiction.
0: I'm Rhonda Hagerman, and I write fiction and nonfiction. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. I hope you like our new intro. Jen did us a fun little intro. I hope that you guys all like that. Just
2: staying it's, alive.
0: Yeah, it's a new little um a new little feature that we have there. We want to tell you how much we appreciate you tuning in. Please like and subscribe and spread the word with all your friends. Let them know what we're doing. Also, thank you if you're watching us pre-recorded. Um, we appreciate you no matter where you find the Christian Indie Writers Podcast. Thanks for being a part of our Friday. So um, we want to go around the virtual table and check in with our hosts and find out what's up this week with everybody. Uh, feel free to let us know what's up with you in the chat, too. So what's up with you today, Rhonda? I think Rhonda's a little
1: delay. Is she frozen? <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: prepared for that.
1: Oh, we've been having yes. major tech issues, yep. but I also I think that it has a lot to do with everybody in the world being on the internet right now, trying to do things today. So we apologize if we mm-hmm. are like glitchy or anything. We are doing the best yep, that we I can, agree. but a lot of it's out of our hands. So we got right hey, back. Hey Siri,
0: tell the rest of the world to stop streaming so we can do our podcast. There we go. It's fixed now. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the people watching us, right? You guys, I'll stay here. Yes. Okay. So what's up with me? I've um, I've had a very productive week. I've gotten so many things organized. I've Yay. gotten a lot of stuff written um, on my nano novel. And also, um, like I'm doing the newsletter for the museum this week and different things like that. Mm-hmm. So I've had a really good week. That's awesome. How about you, uh, Christina Katane? How has your week been? What's
2: up? Well, I feel like I need to give everyone the count. I'm at five weeks not leaving the house.
1: <laughs> so,
2: um, you know, the days kind of run into each other, and I got my days and nights mixed up a lot. And, but I was just thinking, I actually, oh, was no. just thinking, I was thinking this morning, <laughs> the smoke, you just should have seen the smoke. Um, <laughs> that if someone had told me all those years ago, it was actually 16 years ago, that um, I would be on a podcast on camera live in front of people. I would have laughed at you because I would, I was remember them asking me to be the co-coordinator of my mops group. And I was like, but I don't talk in front of people. Wow. And I was serious. <laughs> um, and then, and I used to tell people that having my picture taken was against my religion because sometimes somewhere in my travels, um, there was a, some group of people that you weren't supposed to take their picture because they thought it stole their soul. So I used to say that. So because I would run from cameras, it was just crazy. So it, yeah, if you want to hear God laugh, tell Him what you don't want to do. That's right. right. Well, they mm-hmm. always say
0: that God equips the called and not mm-hmm. the other way around. Right. So, exactly. Uh, thank thank mm-hmm. the Lord that you are with us, Tina, because mm-hmm. without you, we wouldn't have a topic today. Mm-hmm. But uh, anyway. Mm-hmm let's find out what's up with jen this week or wait i'll go first um i will say my what's up is oh okay so we're doing a lot of home repair and improvement projects and i have to say i'm so proud of myself because i helped uh we had some like old style doorknobs on some of our doors and we want to like change them so that my one teenage daughter can you know lock her door when she's changing like she whatever so we had some so I replaced all of these like doorknob things, which I knew I could do because I had done it when we sold our Michigan house. But the thing that made me the most proud was conquering all that packaging. Dude, they put those things in like that bubble wrap clamshell stuff. Mm-hmm. And and then like there's all the like the little keys and like the fiddly parts where like if you like tear, the stuff will explode and go like that happens to me. I don't know if anybody else is, opens packages like that to where there's like a huge explosion of parts. But I managed to open everything and keep everything, you know, in the package until I needed it. So that was a huge win for me. So that's my what's up. Jen, do you have anything to report?
1: Yeah, let's first check in with our um with our chat. First of all, I wanna point out that um Robin Said, this is not even our what's up, but she's making her bed and I'm trying to grab snacks. So now she's mad. An however, however, she came back with, Yay, I found emergency <laughs> snacks in the
2: office. Oh, listing <laughs> important things in life.
1: That's
2: awesome.
0: <laughs> Way to go, Robin. Way to go, in- earlier Robin, who hid those snacks.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Piper says she spent several days painting rocks with her gremlins and they plan to hide them this weekend. Aww. Fun. Super fun. Um, Let's see. Shell says that she's still plugging away on her writing uh, better emotionally than I've been. Oh, so well, that's good. Here's Robin's reel. Uh, what's up. She baked another cake after 8 minutes. Style sent first half of her book to the editor. Wow. I
0: want to quarantine with Robin next time. she right? making delicious snackaroos. Mm.
1: I'd be even fatter
2: than I am now if I was quarantined. I'd probably Laura. be dead <laughs> since I'm diabetic. Because uh, right. <laughs> so, I would have to have the cake.
1: We already have a question too uh, for Tina. Is it
2: easier because it's via camera instead of actual bodies? Um... I don't really know because I kind of back in that day when I said I don't talk in front of people, I took this position and then two weeks later, the person in charge quit and I had to talk in front of people um, and it and it was my friends. It was like a group of my friends, but I had to have every word written down and that was 16 years ago. So I don't really know. It's um, I'm just comfortable either way, I guess now, which is crazy sage says
1: her what's up i've got a bad case of sad at the moment Aww. but i accidentally painted a pretty watercolor earlier this week so that's something it is something that is something yeah yeah the sad
0: the stuff speak. is bad that's why i had to get out of michigan that i couldn't do seven months of gray anymore so i hear you girl i'm not diagnosed or anything like that but i don't function well and i uh, have my well, sunlight so i hear you
1: girl look at that it's my happy light do you want to explain it to you? I love it.
2: It it mimics the sun and you sit under it for 30 minutes a day yeah. and it it does things to your brain and makes you make vitamin D and all kinds of good stuff. <laughs>
0: Ooh, sounds a uh, mad scientist.
2: It's actually circadian right, Arcad- light.
1: My what's up oh, is cool. that um, I need to learn how to set the alarm on my phone, apparently, because for two weeks in a row I forgot to do the newsletter chat. So I had this great idea in the middle of a podcast and I shared it. And then at, after a couple of weeks, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do it. So then I did it on our Facebook page. I did a Facebook live on a Sunday night where I discussed what I was going to do in my newsletter and, you know, I figured no one really showed up, but I we don't really figure anyone will at the first, you know, until it kind of gets into a habit. Well, it'd be nice if I could get it into a habit because I just kept forgetting <laughs> that I was supposed to be doing it. So last week I said <laughs> to the ladies, I said, I forgot to do it. Oh my gosh. Well, I'll do it this week. It'll be fine. Then comes not wasn't even until like I think Tuesday or Wednesday that I'm like, I never did the newsletter chat. So i put it <laughs> in my phone. We're good to go now, I think. So and the funny thing is, is that I also didn't put out newsletters. So I didn't do the newsletter chat, and that did not cause me to put out a newsletter. So clearly I now need that accountability mm-hmm. for myself. So that's my what's up and yeah, I just get organized. Yeah. What time are you planning on doing that
0: Sunday? At what time?
1: Um, the plan was Sunday at nine because I figured that was my kids would be in bed, um, and then like lots of moms that would you know have you know like kids and would put them to bed with the Eastern Standard time. time. Sure. Eastern Standard time. Eastern Standard, which mm-hmm. I know excludes a lot of our other time zones um, that are to the the um, the east of us, but um. I don't know, maybe with everything, with the the world on shutdown, maybe I should choose a different time. Maybe that's not a good time Well, I don't know.
0: I think that whatever time you choose, it's going to be a blessing to um, the writers who are uh, tuning in because the newsletter is really tricky. And if you can uh, coordinate with some others to get ideas flowing, I'm sure it's going to be very successful once you found your rhythm with it. So no worries. I just want to say Rhonda has some uh, personal issues she thought she might have to deal with. So she started off camera. She might not be joining us for the rest of the show. We're not sure. But uh, feel better, Rhonda. There's no COVID happening. No. (laughs) But she just got some stuff that she's dealing with over there. So we just want to say best best health to you, Rhonda. And also, Jen wants you to know she has allergies, not coronavirus. (laughs) So she has to mute her camera to blow her nose or something uh yeah. don't don't be concerned about her health okay because are a killer yeah.
1: it's definitely not a dry cough that's why i'm muting it for sure for you guys Yeah,
0: and up in michigan it's like warm and then cold and then warm and then cold and the trees bark pile and then they stop it's weird so anyway uh moving right along to our topic du jour
2: Poor Tina. And now my my person who has my back and gives me lots of praise just left. Yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) What about that?
0: my invisible mustache. (laughs) We're joking that we're going to pick on Tina about her writer's block because we picked on her about the fact that she does not like potatoes. Okay. Not only she's not just avoiding them for some weird keto reason or something, she just does not like them. So we are all like, What? First of all. (laughs) And then I can't remember what was going on last week. Oh, your cliffhanger that you left. So we thought in the spirit of pile on Tina, we would do a third week of Tina in the hot seat and we would discuss her writer's block. So just kind of for fun. Well, Tina, tell us what's going on with you.
2: Well, I just, I, you know, I sit down to write and it just, there's just nothing. I just can't be creative at the, the moment. It just, that energy is just not there. So I don't know. Did you I, say? I, go ahead.
0: Tell us about that hum. That hum you were talking about.
2: Um. Yeah. It's just like anxiety. It's anxiety. I know it is. Um. I'm not emotionally anxious, so I don't sit around and worry about stuff. Um. Now I'm not like obsessing over my health or getting sick or anything like that. But it's just like having a fan on in the background. The physical symptoms of anxiety are there, and I see them. Um, And it's really hard to focus your mind on being creative. Like I can do this um, web development course that I'm doing and I can do it for like three, four hours straight and just completely focus on it. But it's a completely different energy. It's not, it's not creativity. It's more of learning and remembering things. So I can't do that. I just can't be creative. I don't know.
0: All right. Well, I just wanted to um, check and see what Jen's uh, experience has been with Writers Black. Um, if, if any of you are subscribers to our channel, you'll see in the newsletter that I wrote, I used to think that Writers block was like, like a trope or a plot device that Hollywood directors would use to just make a character not be flat it seemed every writer in every show and every movie was struggling with writer's block. And I'd be like, Oh, please just sit down and write. Your editor told you you had this deadline and I didn't get it. I did not understand why these writers just would not sit down and write. And then what happened was my life just went all akimbo. I moved twice in the space of three months, entire house moved twice. Once one of the moves was from one state to the other, and we were buying a new house and selling the old house, and all of the inherent stress that came with that, and not only was I tempted to shave half of my head just because I wanted something to be able to control, it was impossible for me to be creative. It was the strangest thing. I remember when I had my baby by C-section, and you know, not being a sick person, hadn't had many medical procedures, and the... Uh, ideal being paralyzed from the waist down I was like holy cow I can't move my toes and that's how the writer's block felt even though I wanted to write so bad I like couldn't it was as if someone had given a nerve block to my creative process and it was so weird and I was like now I get why those people in the movies would just they would try to change their environment they would try to change their diet and how they're sleeping and they just couldn't turn on the go juice. Did you ever feel that way, Jennifer? Yeah, I think
1: that- Oh, you're mute. Oh, there you go. I think Sorry. that, uh, yes. Um, I, I have experienced that, but I think that some of the things you said really speak to me in the what you have going on in your life. I think that for me, writer's block is I can find a correlation directly every single time with events in my life. There'll be distractions. Distractions that I let distract me. Um, and some distractions that you can't help. Um, I do know too that when I, we all know this, that when I lost my aunt last fall, that sent me kind of into a spiral in many ways. Like life would look normal for every aspect of my life, except for my writing career. And so you ladies really were ones that witnessed the mourning process that I went through more than probably anyone else besides my immediate family, because I could not, I just couldn't. I was so engulfed in the, the loss that I couldn't, like you said, be creative right now. My block is because I have a list of things to get done. And in those list of things, um, I have like, I have a time crunch, right? So in my mind, I'm thinking, well, there's an end date to this. So as soon Mm -hmm. as I can get through this and get this done, then I get back to writing. So I don't know if that is a good thing or not. Uh, I know a lot of people will just say, well, just write 10 minutes a day, but I can't. Like I cannot do, I just can't find that. Like I I just, so that's probably the block for me is that I have other distractions, not just like what Tina's going through, but.
0: Well, Jen, do you see Piper's description? Because what I would like to talk about is how we think that we cured our rights or whatever, but Piper has a suggestion. So she says, is there another outlet of creativity you enjoy that you could dabble in for a little while? Take photos, paint, garden. Something else you could fill that creative blank with for a bit. So, Tina, um, I'll answer how I felt during my writer's block. How do you feel about that question?
2: Um, I'm kind of doing that a little bit with this whole experiment of trying to do a hydroponic garden. Mm. Um, Because I kill plants. And the (laughs) reason that I kill plants is I forget to water them or I water them too much. Yeah. So I saw this whole idea of the hydroponic garden where the... Roots actually grow in the water. You don't have to remember to water them and you can't water them too much. Like they're already, the water's already regulated. So I thought I can do that. So I have all these um, ball jars on my, in my windowsill in my kitchen. Um, And I've been making bunny tea um, for the nutrients that go in there. Like you could buy them online for 50 bucks. Or you could go in your son's room and pick up the bunny poop and put it in water and let it sit for a few days and have a better nutrients. So put it in the sun. Tina
0: makes uh, bunny poo brew or bunny TP or PT. I don't know what you want to call it, but I like yeah. It's not
2: the poo. Yeah, yeah. Bunny poop is like way up there on the list. I saw this list of all like the nitrogen and all this stuff that's in cow manure and all these different things people use for fertilizer. Rabbit poop is like above them all has the best. Wow.
0: God is so smart because guess where bunnies go and like to nibble. They like to nibble in gardens. So they're re-fertilizing exactly the place where their food grows. They poop where they eat.
2: (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. It's funny, too, because I'm growing lettuce that's probably going to be fed some of it to him. So
0: Wow, so he's sustaining his own little... Yes! <laughs> so that's a Fabulous. little bit of where my
2: creativity is being Yes, spent. A long uh, answer,
0: yes. But that's great, Tina. I love that. I know during my writer's block, the answer was no. The answer was no. No, I cannot be creative. No. And I know some of it was a little bit of a temper tantrum, maybe. I'm not sure. But it was just so strange because Well, I was in a a new environment, a different house. I don't even know how I spent my time. I think it was a whole lot of purging boxes or something, but creativity was not on the table for me. It was the weirdest time uh, creatively that I've spent. I don't even know if my internal jukebox was working well at that point. It was a very bizarre time of my life. Jen, uh, did you find a creative outlet when you were blocked up? You thought about the piano.
1: Yeah, and I did. I went... um... I sat at the piano for a few different times, but again, that also brought up memories because guess who else? Plays oh it yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it, it did help. I do think that's a really good piece of advice. I do think it that, is. because most of us who are writers have other artistic flair. We have other things that we do, whether it's crafting or painting, scrapbooking, scrapbooking, or something just, even if you just go through old photos and organize them and like there, there's creativity to that too. Right. So, um, so that's why I think for me, part of my problem over this past almost year now um, has been just the timing issue, knowing that like, this is going to come to an end and let me just barrel through this and get it done. Because well, sometimes mm-hmm. I do that with my writing. I mean, yeah, you know that sometimes it's like, all right, I'm so close to the end of this book. I'm just nothing else. I'm just going to get this done, you know? And so um, plus the book I'm working on now is hard. The other books weren't as hard. And this one is hard. So part of me, I was laying laying in bed this morning thinking, I don't want to give up on this book because I can't, right? But should I just start a new series and get back to the series later? I don't know.
0: Well, here's the thing. The advice is good, and here's why it's extra good, is because creativity is very soothing. It's very healing. It's very helpful. But sometimes if your creativity is also tied to, like, a monetary promise, like if you think you need to write a book to get your career – like, so if your creativity is tied to your income, it changes how it feels to be creative. So that's why changing your, your form of creativity might feel really helpful. I love that advice. Another good piece of advice, Robin is saying that you have to read as much as you write, fill the creative void as it were. So if you're experiencing a little bit of writer's block, try reading Uh, reading more and then um, perhaps like Robin said it'll help to replenish that well a little more quickly because I find a lot of people who are struggling with writer's block really are not so much looking for suggestions to make it go away as they're looking for suggestions to endure it because I almost feel like it's sort of forced upon you I don't think that you can pull yourself out of a writer's block is that is that a wrong way of thinking do you guys think or is it something you have to just wait out and endure, or do you think you can take steps to shorten it? I don't know. I would say you just have to wait it out and ride it out.
2: I don't know. I have to let you know on that one.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I know that mm-hmm. there have been little um, bouts of writer's block that I've had, and I just we, and we've talked about this. If you watch some of our old episodes, our mantra is "butt in the chair," and that's one of the ways. If we're going to kind of get into that, like ways of dealing with it, one of the ways is. Just keep going at it. Sit yourself in the chair every day. If you have to set a timer, set it for anywhere between 15 and 25 minutes. And then if you get nothing, like don't do anything else, turn off your phone, no music, no one's allowed to talk to you. Just spend 25 minutes typing or handwriting something at that point. And then if at that point you still can't do anything, then you walk away for the day. But at least put yourself in that chair and give it a whirl, which I'm not doing. I'll be honest, that's my problem is that I, everything else is taking priority. I can't even find 30 minutes for myself right now, honestly. You
2: know, and when I've tried to read, I can't focus on that either.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, I
2: feel, I almost feel like I in, suddenly have ADHD or something.
0: Tina, yeah, um, I, I, and, and this is why it's interesting to me to have experienced the writer's block because, again, in all of those tropey kind of situations where the editor, please, please send me your manuscript. We have this deadline or it's an agent or whatever. And the writer's like, dude, I'm trying. And just, it's not working. I mean, it's, it's a really strange sort of a position to find yourself in. So I just want to encourage everyone to be super gentle with themselves. Uh, Sage has recommended brain dumps. Um, Mm -hmm. She uh, says they don't always work. But she'll open up a book she really loves and just copy from it. Now, see, that's a really good idea, too. I mean, you're not trying to plagiarize. You're just practicing the actual craft of putting your fingers to the keyboard. What a wonderful idea. I like that
2: advice. I I like that idea, too. Yeah. In that same
1: vein, there's um, K.M. Weiland has this um, thing that she does. I do this when I'm planning out every book and it's called the what ifs and you just do you start a whole sheet or whatever and you just write up what if this happened what if that happened and it could be ridiculous what if aliens showed up in 1919 lansing michigan you know like it could be absolutely ridiculous but you just keep doing it because it gets your brain working and sometimes you come across something that like oh my gosh that's actually a really great idea some of them you might use some of you might not but it's kind of like a brain dump and that helps me out when i'm planning
0: Okay, so on the outline, it just more or less says, if you've experienced writer's block, how do you know it's writer's block and not just a lack of motivation or some of the things that really keep people from finishing projects that they're committed to? Um, For me, really, the sign that I also wanted to shave my head was a pretty clear one. I was definitely (laughs) under some sort of stress. I was a creature under pressure and I just was frozen creatively. There's just no other way I can explain it that the creative would not come. It was just a a strange, I was like a different kind of a person. It was a bizarre situation, way different than the days I just don't feel like doing it. Do you agree, Tina, that it feels different?
2: Yeah, I like that um, description of feeling frozen creatively. Yeah, that really kind of hits the nail on the head right there. And I can be motivated in other places in my life, um, but it's just the creative. Right,
0: the garden is an example.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Piper had what something. What were you going to say, Jen? Say, uh, Piper says, "I wrote for a newspaper for years, and I couldn't write fiction during that time. I just had no more words. I took up photography and refused to let become a money maker to pr- protect the outlet." That is a really good advice, and I think that kind of fits into what we're saying here too. Is that like you just don't have that creativity. And I, I think it's important to read. I I didn't really comment on that, but I read all the time, probably more than I should. I'll stay up too late at night reading. But when you're having writer's block, you need to be careful what you're reading too. Like you need to make sure you're reading in your genre. And even, I would say, even within the same uh, point of view, like sometimes I found myself reading things that were in first person and then it wrecks what I'm writing because you just, are, you're in that creative spot. Like like she said, you're filling the well, but you gotta make sure you're filling it with the right stuff, or at least I do, so that I produce things that are mm-hmm. fitting for what I am writing. But I think it's the same thing. It you know, Piper was writing nonfiction, and it's hard to switch that gear when you're writing so much writing, writing, writing of a certain genre and then switching it entirely
2: like that. So Is anyone else having visions? Maria of says Jennifer staying up really late until eleven PM reading. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's she sometimes it.
0: makes it to 1105 oh that's
1: basically it yeah then i was up at 5 a.m this morning 6
0: 45 the next morning yeah yeah i was up at 5 a.m maria morning, makes a an good alarm. distinction do you see it in the chat she says when she has no motivation she doesn't feel like writing at all but when she has writers block the words don't want to come uh, yes that's yes. how it feels it feels like yeah. a weird blockage or some kind of strange constipation of the verbal thing. It's really weird. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so we're about to move on, unless we have more to talk about with the writer's block. Um, you guys have anything that you want to add about that?
1: Well, what no, can we? just Nina, um, over, what you, Yeah. Yeah, what can we do to move forward? Like... What- Each one of us are going to have a different, both Tina and I are going to have different situations, but like, what are some things we can try? Like for me, I know I need to like, just carve the time out. I know that's it. I need to tell my family from this time to this time, I'm just, I'm not available. So that's for me, but.
2: I think I'm going to try doing one sprint a day of, and not putting the pressure on myself of having to work on my novel. And idea. see if that kind of gets the good. juices going. And maybe even doing some dictation of um similar books of what I'm writing, like oh, I forget who it was that had that advice in there. I'm sorry. Sage uh, did. Sure. yeah. Staged. I liked that idea too. So I might try a couple of those things. Cause like you said, I wanna write. It's just I can't the words just aren't there.
1: That sounds good.
0: Well, I'm going to take a Brillo pad to my tarnished little halo and say that I wish I would plug more into the Bible and spend more time communing with the Lord and doing all of that kind of stuff, because really, who is the ultimate creator and who gives us our gift, right? So I I would like to say that I had gone into my little prayer closet or whatever holy righteous thing would have been to do and I did not. So I would just like to advise every, or remind everybody that the Lord is with you, even in your writer's block. And mm-hmm. even if you feel all alone, and even if you feel like there's nobody who understands, uh, there is one who's closer than a brother, who is your little audience of one. So just sing a little happy song or dabble something on the keyboard or do whatever. And just know that he's got this, even this, he's in even your writer's block. Okay. Amen. So... Yes. Um, Preach it, sister. Do, yeah. Do as I say, not as I do, I guess. So. Um, all right. Now we're going to move on to the feeding of the box. What is that? That is where we give each other only positive feedback because we have written a little sprint. We only took 15 minutes and we did not edit these before we shared them. So uh, today, uh, Jennifer, I always ask you to go first. Please share our topic. And what did you write?
1: today the prompt was right as if you are in the head of someone experiencing writer's block originally the prompt was supposed to be right as if you're inside of Tina's head while she has writer's block
0: <laughs> well that's
1: what i did yeah. what I, I did remember.
0: too cuz i did not yeah well it's okay though i was
1: nice i so... started i started to but then i like i just it just kind of came out as more me so ooh
0: what did you get let's hear it all right
1: here we go <clears throat> Finally, the kids are down for nap. Husband is busy working in the garage and the dogs are outside enjoying this rare moment of sunshine. I'm alone and it's time to write. Okay, laptop open. Office chair is in its locked and upright position. Let's do this. Wait, where's my isolation booth? I can't write without my isolation booth. Why isn't it in my office? Oh, there it is behind the door. Okay, isolation booth is positioned. Laptop is open. Office chair is in its locked and upright position. Let's do this. Where's my cell phone? I can't do a writing (laughs) sprint without the timer on my cell phone. And everyone knows that using the Pomodoro method is the best way to produce consistent quality work. Where did I have it last? I'll check the bathroom. Here it is. Well, while while I'm here, I might as well use the bathroom. Then I won't have any (laughs) excuse to leave my office. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, a Facebook notification. Mm -hmm. Okay, last Facebook share, I promise. Just need to wash my hands and, yowza, how did that potty break take 30 minutes? That's okay. Take a deep breath. That still gives me 30 whole minutes to write before the kids wake up. Hey, honey, could you come here a minute? I'm not sure what to do with these paint can keys. This will, only... <laughs> this will only take a minute. Okay, I still have 20 minutes left. Off to my office. Crud, I forgot to wash the skillet from breakfast this morning, and I'll need that for lunch. I'll just wash up these few dishes. If the girls sleep a little longer than usual, I'll still have time to write. Okay, done with the dishes. 10 minutes left. Ugh, well, 10 minutes is better than nothing, isn't it? Isn't there some sort of Facebook group that only writes for 10 minutes a day? Let me look. No, I'll look when I'm done writing. Phew, back in my office. Isolation booth in place. Cell phone timer at the ready. Laptop is open. Office chair is in its locked and upright position. Let's do this. Mama, I'm hungry. Aww. <laughs> my life in <laughs> 350 words. Wow, I really kind liked of.
0: how you did. Uh, you repeated all of those things. Like, that was a really good device in there. You know what I mean? How you said it you. exactly the same order. You know, she's not leaving herself any excuses.
1: Tray table is in the locked and upright <laughs>
0: position, you know, like ready for takeoff, right?
1: You can tell it's a sprint because, like, office chairs, what other position would they be in? But uprights, <laughs> like, I don't care. I'm just like, yeah, I it, don't even it
2: care. It totally worked because it's like, um, you know, you're getting the planes getting ready to take off, kind of, you know, you're in the right. mm-hmm. right. Yeah, It's it so worked.
0: funny. Piper and Rhonda both feel like you're spying on them. They're both like, <laughs> this is too real. They feel attacked.
1: Oh, really? Uh, you guys have no, isolation yes. booth too? <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you guys remember the isolation booth in the chat? If you don't, what that is, is like one of those trifolds that you do a science fair project on. And Jennifer outlines her novels on those, so it's really fun. Am I? Um,
1: we're at the? Usually they're behind me, but now I'm here at the the new place, and so like I don't have an office yet. So like I just broadcast here. So usually you can see them, but yeah, that's my thing. Is I will put them when we go on writing retreats or we're together. It goes up, so I can't even see these ladies.
2: Like I can't <laughs> even be distracted when I'm just the, the, the hilarity writing. would be too distracting. Yes. Yes. yes.
1: And then the All pink, right. the pink can keys was a little shout out to Jamie from our conversation before this started. So yeah, that's like my last.
0: husband, yeah, he's got a whole, a nail full of them on the wall. Newly with his newly, freshly, soon to be organized garage because he's, he's a busy little beaver during lockdown. Okay. So I will read my next so that it's not too much blottedy blah from me in a row. So here we go. All right. And that's when I told him to take a long walk off a short pier, Amber said. Well, I didn't actually say that, of course, but I wanted to. (laughs) There was a silence then, and Tina realized the hum over the phone connection reverberated with the same intensity as the underlying current of anxiety she'd been battling for the past several weeks. But when Amber asked, what's wrong, Mom? Tina could not find the words to respond. Mom? Amber replied again, it's nothing really. Mom, I'm not a child anymore, you can talk to me. It's not that I'm keeping secrets, it's just that I'm not quite sure what's going on myself. Another silence. If only I could find the motivation to write, Tina said. I have so much to say, just can't seem to get the words to travel from my brains to my fingers. But you write every day, Amber objected. No, I try to write every day, Tina corrected but mostly I sit in my chair and wonder why I'm not writing. It sounds kind of like torture. It kind of is. Why don't you just stop? I don't know. Not trying feels wrong too. It seems everything just feels wrong. I think that's really the problem. I think you're right. Well, mom, you and I have been through enough Rocky times to know that God is going to get us through this one too. And besides, even if you never finish that book, Heck, even if you never wrote another solitary word, I still love you, and so does Dad and all my bros. So it's all good. Tina smiles. Her creativity may be temporarily blocked, but she was so thankful to the Lord for the reminder of the compassionate, caring woman she had already
2: created. Aww. Aww.
0: Were you listening that.
2: in on our conversation? Aww,
0: <laughs> no, I just imagined because I know <laughs> that you and your little love bug are just cute together. So.
2: Yeah, she's. She's great. She really does preach at me, too, like that. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, I'm so glad. The tables have turned. (laughs) Yes, I I
0: had to, yeah, I I was, Mm. I did not even know what to write. So Tina's head it was, and I went. I took the plunge. I survived. I survived a trip in Tina's brain. And and it felt
2: felt like you had been spying on me. So That's
0: That's good. I'm so glad. Oh, Shell says, not trying feels wrong, too. I feel that way about lots of stuff, just not right. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you Mm -hmm. know, doing it isn't working, but not trying to do it also isn't working. So I hear Mm you. All right. Well, thanks for the nice feedback. So, Tina, what did you come up with? Uh, Tina, who's experiencing writer's block. This should be interesting. Okay.
2: Yeah, I try not to take it too seriously. So it's not serious. Good. Here we go.
1: That's good, because... (laughs) It fits our our brand way, way better.
2: (laughs) Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The cursor blinked on, off, on, off, on, off. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Tina stared at it. I tried to picture the scene in her mind, but there was nothing. It's not even like there were a bunch of people around a distractor. It was just her and Charlie. Charlie watched her with supreme disapproval in the way only a bunny can do. What do you want from me? Tina protested. It's not like pooping. I actually have to be inspired. Charlie turned his back to Tina in complete rejection of her premise and hopped away to his box. Little Cocoa Puffs flying from his behind as he did so. Tina turned back to the screen. Maybe if I read from a few scenes back, I'll be inspired. Tina thought to herself. So she clicked on into an appropriate spot and settled in to read. Something jerked her awake. A strange sensation of falling. Had she just dreamed of tripping on a tree root? A little bit of drool stuck to the corner of her mouth. She wiped it away and blinked her eyes rapidly. They felt dry and stubbornly refused to stay open more than halfway. Can I really be an author if my own writing puts me to sleep? She said to Charlie. (laughs) Who had poked his head out of his cardboard Amazon box. He thumped his foot loudly and disappeared back into his hidey hole. Well, thump you too, she said, and returned once again to stare at the blinking cursor. Nothing. She sighed. She typed, it was a dark and stormy night, laughed at her own joke, and then deleted the words. Might as well go clean the bathroom, she said aloud, and she shuffled off to greener pastures. <laughs> Very love, good.
0: Love, love, I hope that felt good to write in fun. Was it hard to write that? No. No. And that's good too that you were kind of forced to do a little writing. So, I mean, that's kind of good, kind of flex the fingers a little bit. And, you know,
2: it was fun to write about Charlie. So,
0: you see, the thing about writer's block is you have writer's block, so you cannot produce. Then you have this weird self guilt or something that you put upon yourself because you didn't do the writing. So it's like you're kind of doubly punishing yourself. It's a really bizarro thing. So at least you can say, hey, I did a sprint today. Yay! You know, so good for you, Tina. So if anybody else wants to set a timer for 15 minutes, it can be Tina or any other character experiencing writer's block. Mark it, set, go. Write as much as you can in 15 minutes and then tag us uh, with the Christian Indie Writers Podcast or share it to our social media. She, and if you want to link it to your own blog or something, awesome! A little bit of traffic for you, a little bit of traffic for us. We'd love to read it, and you can even put right on your blog. Look, we don't edit these, and um, we would love to share what you uh, write. So, it share it
1: for Rhonda Hagerman as well, because we all know that she wrote something. So, yes,
2: she, me she, went, she did send it to us if we want to read it. She said oh, all right.
0: Jen, do you want to read it? Since I'm hosting, I've been talking a lot already.
1: Sure. Is it in Facebook or Messenger? It's in Messenger, y'all. So while she's
0: opening that, I just want to remind you to like and subscribe and share the podcast with your friends. Jen, you got it?
1: I got it. Great. Hang on, Tina sighed and turned back to her future dinner, mumbling under her breath. How am I supposed to get my mind straight about this scene if everyone's clamoring at me? She (laughs) laid the salmon on the rock and began turning it into fillets. The Inuit blade slices cleanly and intuitively as if uh-huh. possessed by, as, as possessed its own abilities. Nice. She was intently cutting the cheeks off the fish when an insistent tap on her shoulder startled her, causing her to leave half the cheek meat on the bone. She took a deep cleansing breath before turning her attention to Angelica. What will it be now? Let me guess. She's too hungry to wait and wants a snack now. Assuming that was it, since it usually is, she held out the birch bark bowl to of bright yellow row. Angelica greedily stuck her fingers into the bowl, grabbed a handful and slurped the eggs down. In motherly awe at the depths of teenage hunger, she looked at Angelica, really studied her for the first time in months. Where had the year gone? This girl had grown into a young woman without me noticing. Tina took the girl's hand, a hand callous and powerful than Than a teenager should be, Mm -hmm. and a flicker of inspiration lit in Angelica and Tina's imagination. Did you find any blueberries, honey? Tina's voice and shoulders softened toward this this girl. This girl who injected herself into Tina's life so long ago. Angelica sheepishly held out her basket, showing a handful rolling around in the bottom. Tina stood from the squatting (laughs) position. She ate them all. (laughs) Tina stood from the squatting position she'd been in for so long, ignoring the pain in her leg. She hugged the girl, then swallowed, swatted her behind. More blueberries. Go, Tina smiled, thrilled to have this girl in her life and excited to write the new scene she just inspired.
0: Yay! I, I loved it. that. It was fan fiction, and not
1: and it and put like Tina in the world. Yes, it was like this is how Tina. Kid, like this is you with your character, like you're like real with them, and now you can go write what you just like. Saw, like that was so good, Rhonda. Okay, okay normally,
0: normally we only allow positive feedback, but I'm with Piper. Slurping the row, as she made that little green barfy face. I was like, yes, me too. Ew, but what a wonderful detail, really, on the positive right. side. And I love the cheek meat, the half-sliced cheek meat. Like, I'm like, has Rhonda cleaned some fish in her life? I think she might have at least witnessed it. Go,
2: Rhonda.
1: I had no idea that fish had cheeks, so
2: i don't I don't know if salmon do or not. I'll have to go i mean I thought I knew everything there was to know about salmon.
0: They keep them heavily powdered okay
1: hey hey <laughs> Tina do you do you have one of those knives that they use to cut the salmon that like the little
2: it's anul- like, anul- no yeah. I don't, but my daughter does like Ooh. I bought her one for her birthday one time, but I don't actually have one, what is well, wrong with me? I'm really
0: bummed that we didn't get to hear Rhonda read that, but I'm so glad she shared it with us. Yes. That was just amazing. Yeah, it I was love really, her. really good. I love the whole approach. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah.
2: All right.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: My new career is Tina fanfic. That's what yes. Rhonda put in the chat. That's great.
1: Wow. Right. Awesome.
0: Okay. So, uh, yes, and Piper says, it was excellently written. Shell says Agreed. wonderful, Rhonda. Great, great, great. Okay, so now we have to move on. Just like at the beginning of the show, we go around and ask our hostesses what's up. We go around at the end of the show to find out what's next. What's next in your life, Jen?
1: Well, coming up this week, I am still part of two different sales right now. Um, one of them includes both of my books. Um, so in case you haven't read either of the eBooks, um, searching for Anna is at 99 cents. And for the first time, uh, Esther is on sale as well so you can get Esther's book for less than three dollars nice so um, those if you're interested you can send it from a newsletter and I will send all that information to you or you can check out my social media which I will be updating today that's <laughs> one other thing. so I'm uh, just continuing to at least do the business side of writing I do um, I have been working on this one chapter I've the chapter I'm struggling with now in my book is a more of a a um, it's a wills perspective chapter and it doesn't have any kissing scenes. Phoebe's not even in it. Like I just, why am I doing this to myself? (laughs) But it's Mm -hmm. because he's a cop. He's a police officer. So there should be some sort of police officer kind of things in this book. Right? So this is what I'm writing this, this brand new chapter. And I'm trying to write it in a way that I don't have to rewrite a whole bunch of other chapters. So Still working on that. And I think I've just decided how I'm going to do it, which would mean a complete rewrite of the chapter, but that's okay. So moving forward with that too. So, yep.
0: Well, Uh, that's, that's good because sometimes getting the answer, even if it means a rewrite means you finally found the thing that'll make it good. Cause sometimes when you're just like, this is just not good. It just really needs that strike of inspiration, which could be in your case, the rewrite Jen.
1: Right. Robin says that it's not on sale outside of the US and UK Hmm. it's supposed to be for sale in Canada I will check on that Rhonda and get back to you message me like are you talking Amazon or do you use Kobo let me know what what is specifically you found on because that could just be a glitch it's supposed to be on sale everywhere but I will I will thank you for bringing that up I will double check that
0: yeah it's really interesting as you get into the realm of marketing your books and promoting them and things like that there's a whole lot of stuff that you have to chase down because you are also uh, the business manager, right? So um, let that be a lesson to everybody. If you're running a sale or whatever, um, you know, stay on top of it. If your readers are giving you feedback, go and check like Jen's gonna. Yeah. All right. So um, what's going on with you this week, Tina? What's next for you?
2: Well, I'm um, right in the middle of this web development course, and I'm starting to get a little excited about it. Like I'm making things that flash and, change colors when you hover over them and that kind of thing. And that's kind of fun. I'm kind of enjoying that, like making little buttons turn to purple when you hover over them. And of course I wouldn't actually put that a purple button on a website, but it's just fun to play with. And um, I am going to try some new techniques for trying to get my creative juices flowing. Um, And really the bulk of my time has been spent doing church stuff, because Mm -hmm. um, for those that don't know, my husband and I started an online-only church, and we did it a week before everyone else had to go online. (laughs) So I like to say we were doing it before it was trending. (laughs) Um, But there's just a lot of tech stuff that goes along with that, and my husband is not a tech person in the slightest. So most of it's on me, and so I'm learning to do things like use a movie maker to make intros and outros and um, all kinds of stuff. Um, And on top of that, I'm also teaching a Bible study um, online, like, like a podcast Bible study. So I have to study for that. And I have to, and I've been trying to create some kind of document to go with my Bible study every week. So people have something physical in their hand that they can look at. Um, so it's just like busy work uh, and learning and all that kind of stuff that's going on. So,
0: Well, it's just interesting to me, Tina, because at a time when your writing was really flowing easily from your fingertips, I recall if I would have asked you what's up for your following week, you would have said, well, there's not really much going on. So I think it's very telling that you are much busier than you were when the words were flowing like a faucet. So you should have a little grace with yourself because as you adjust to your new normal as a very busy person, because starting a church and being basically a partner in it's running is no small thing. So I really hope that any uh, bad feelings you have about not being able to be creative are, are mitigated by the fact that your life is just so very different now. So I hope that you're having enough grace with yourself.
2: Yeah. And I really do well with, um, structure with with you know knowing this is when I'm doing this and you know what I'm saying not too too tightly structured but to have a structure of every like or a schedule I guess yeah Mm -hmm. um and my and not leaving the house even though I didn't leave the house much before I could go to the store Mm -hmm. and we just decided that since my husband's an essential worker and he's in the grocery store every day all day that he would be the only one to go in and out of the house,
0: mm-hmm. so
2: my son and I aren't going anywhere um, to protect my health because I have those underlying health conditions that put you at very high risk if you get mm-hmm. sick. So it, even though I wasn't leaving the house much, it was—it's still very strange to have not left my house in five weeks. Right. I went out on the porch yesterday to get a package that the UPS guy left. Like that was sort of like really exciting. <laughs> but you know
0: yes all right well good for you then for having a little bit of awareness about that because yes you should be super gentle with yourself um i do have uh let's see maria says she's doing camp nano wow i totally just forgot all about camp nano this year wah, wah. um good for you maria she also got her children's young y a proofread manu- manuscript back from her publisher good for you that's awesome Um, Yeah, going through those corrections, But good for you because now it's done and now you can take care of it. Uh, Sage says she's taking a proofreading and editing course. She might actually get Mm -hmm. done by next week. Good for you, Sage. Shell's still working on her Snow White story. Uh, Piper's got a quiet hour after lunch. Good for you, Piper. Um, And I think I caught everybody's what's next. So that's that. Okay. So um, did I say mine? What's next for me? Okay. So uh, obviously the same scenario as everybody else in the world. We're just kind of still rooming along here. Um, Organizing and housework projects, home repair stuff. I'm trying to write. I don't have writer's block right now. I have writer's apathy right now. I just don't care about any of my projects. I have been creative in other ways. Just not really feeling it with anything that I'm writing right now, and um, I'm fine with that. So whatever, just rocking and rolling, and trying to be really uh, gracious to myself and keep my thoughts positive. So
2: I really I like I really like Robin's. What's next? So eat cake. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> well, there's some it. other yes. stuff in there too, but sure. eat cake. That's yes. what I saw. I saw the eat cake. Yeah.
0: That's great. I see Robin has a goal to finish her draft by the end of the month. Those of you who are making goals and killing them, good for you. Good for you for staying on track through all of this because, you know, um, we're all different and on a different journey. So that's great. Okay. So are we ready to wrap it up or do we have anything more to say today? We're a little short. Sure. Again, Rhonda, we hope you feel better soon. I see you being active in the chat. Yeah, you so can tell us what's
2: next, Rhonda, in the chat.
0: Yeah, if you want, Rhonda. I don't know. She's got two seconds before I sign us off. All right. So uh, that concludes this episode of the Christian Indie Writers Podcast. Until next time, may your pen be prolific, may your deadlines be met, and may all of your words honor Christ. Bye now. Bye, everyone.